Welcome to Life Together, a podcast for Gresham Bible Church, where we exist to glorify God in being disciples who make disciples of all people through the transforming power of the gospel. I'm Mike Dahl, and with me today is Josh Howith. How's it going, Mike? Good. You? Doing well. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. Yeah. Well, we have some big news to share uh, with the church today. So big news for the church family. We'll just dive right in. We're going to talk about what the news is, why all that good stuff. So what news do you have for us, Josh? Right. So just to, to not bury the lead, we're going to be moving our Sunday gathering worship service times to Mountain View Christian Church. Uh, beginning Sunday, April 11th, and our gathering time is going to be moved to 4 p.m. in order to accommodate being able to be in that facility and use the worship center, but also just uh, we figured that 4 p.m. would be a good time for all of our families so that it's not during the dinner hour and we can have our normal length of worship gatherings and then people can go home and maybe eat with other people or do different things and get the kids to bed on time. So, um, so yeah, April 11th, moving to Mountain View for our Sunday morning worship gatherings. Uh, it'll be another shift for us. But at the same time, uh, there was a lot of thought and process that went into this decision as an elder team uh, that we were all a part of. When, when It's just been an interesting season, and we've been really wrestling with the fact of how can we get everybody together as a church and uh, do so faithfully in this time. And the Lord led us to Mountain View, and Mountain View uh, has just been really accommodating, so it's been great. That's so encouraging. So maybe walk us through, if you don't mind, kind of a few things that led up to that and maybe kind of looking ahead to the horizon when we start meeting there. How does that help us as a church kind of be who we're called to be? What is that going to look like? Yeah, I think right from the beginning, you know, it's even in our distinctives, you know, if you want to, you can go on our website and look at our vision and distinctives. One of them is we really value and see the church as a single gathering, that the word itself in the New Testament is, for the word for church is ecclesia, which literally means gathering. And so that doesn't mean that churches that do multiple gatherings are, are wrong or bad or anything like that, but just it's our conviction that to be a church, we want to gather in one service. And so we are kind of wrestling with sort of the restrictions that were given with COVID. And at Phonics, we were either thinking we had to go to two gatherings, which was not our preference, and kind of stretch our volunteers and our leaders pretty thin in doing so, or we could find a building large enough for us to have everybody at once and still be able to socially distance and do those sorts of things. Um, Also, I mean, just there's been a lot of uncertainty around where we can worship. We've been a church that's gathered in the public schools for over 13 years, or about 13 years, And that's a little bit rocky right now, not only with COVID, but I mean, I think we've even discussed how just with the way the world obviously is moving at times, we just don't know at what point will the public say a a religious institution cannot use our facilities anymore. So we're not trying to, you know, create this unnecessary fear around that. We're just trying to actually be wise and going, is this a good long-term solution? And so, so there's some rockiness there. Uh, And then just being at Phonics, there were just some things that weren't conducive to us being there long term. Uh, The building's for sale. We weren't able to do a baptism service in there. There was a lot of stress at times on some of our leaders and sort of the the way the building was being used. So there's a lot of different things that kind of just made it clear that this is not a good long term solution for us. Prayed a lot. And then Mountain View came along as a place where we could all be together consistently and without interruption, really. I mean, so Mountain View is willing to let us, I think we'll be signing a two-year lease 
Um, and we can, if we find something else, we can, that's better for us. We can get out of that lease, but still a two year lease. So that's at least two years where we can steadily worship together and continue to grow and do all those things. That sounds so good yeah. just to have some stability uh, for Gresham Bible Church. Yeah. yeah. So what about how long you said a two year lease? So maybe help us wrap our minds around what's the vision for this? Is this going to be, you know, two year, two year renewal for Gresham Bible Church? Or how would you help us think about kind of the timeline around this for our church? Yeah. Like a true athlete, we're just taking a day at a time. Excellent, but, uh, excellent. You know, uh, no, just joking. Uh, yeah, I mean, th- this is a temporary move, and that, that has to be cleared. I know that's really hard because we all long for permanence, just in general in life. But this is a temporary move, and it's a move that we, we sense that we need to make and that it will be the best thing for our church in order to grow and do ministry out of. We said it from the beginning, facilities are neutral. We want facilities just to, to facilitate ministry, and we believe this church could do that in this season. But the only reasons why we would move out of Mountain View, out of this temporary season, would be uh, if we found something better that would be more conducive to what our church could, could use. And I would add, move us back into the morning time. Or ideally, we would move out into something permanent. And that's really where our heart is at. That's, that's where our efforts are at, is, is praying, doing our due diligence, and seeking to figure out, Lord, what, where could you provide for us a permanent facility? We could put down roots in this city, do good ministry that impacts the city well for generations to come. And so... The, the move out of Mountain View, it's a temporary season, but the move out would be if it's something's better or if something's permanent. That's helpful. So how about for those that have been at Gresham Bible Church, and we can remember it feels like a long time ago, right? But it really wasn't that we were meeting at a school and the awkwardness of all the paper mache displays uh, at the school. So does this mean as a church that you know we're changing in terms of our community and what that means with how we can, you know, impact our community and schools. You want to help us just kind of think about that? Absolutely not. Yeah. I mean, yes, I do want to help you think about it, but <laughs> Thank the you. answer is absolutely yeah. not. I think there, we, we, our heart is for the schools. We want to see our school system. We want to see our city flourish. We really do. And we want to contribute to that flourishing with our Christian values and distinctives mainly because the schools are made up of people made in the image of God that we love and care about. And so there are probably some easier on-ramps and access points when we're using a school to help minister in a school. But at the same time, it could feel almost like a facade that just because we're using a school for worship that we're blessing a school. Mm -hmm. We can equally, while not using a facility of a school, be a blessing to a school. And it all comes down to how intentional are we being with our time, our energy, our resources. And so as a church, we remain committed to being intentional with our time, energy, and resources and blessing the schools and want to continue to do that at Dexter especially. That's so good. So for those of us that have moved, maybe with those with families, it's an exciting time, a stressful time, all of it wrapped into one. 
So Josh and I just want to call us together as a church, Gresham Bible Church, be praying about this, right? All just the nitty gritty practicalness of this. It's going to probably feel strange for a season. New time on Sundays, later in the day, new place. And yet the Lord has made this clear in so many ways that this is where he's calling us and directing us as a church. So excited for what this is going to look like and what's yeah. next. Yeah. And I mean, all we, and again, all, in the end of the day, we have, we worship a God who is our father. He says he's our father. He cares for us. He provides for us. And we need to be on our knees praying, knowing that he gives good gifts, knowing that uh, he provides everything that we need. And at the end of the day, we look around at the things that he is providing, and it seems like this is what he's providing for us until we, we take that step of faith. I know these things are challenging. Every time change happens, it feels disorienting. And so we must always remember that even as facilities change, as things change, our God never changes. And he is, he's a God that we stand upon as our rock. And, and we, if, as long as we keep our eyes fixated on him, good things are in store. Good things are ahead for our church. And Amen. that's a lot. There's a lot to be excited about in that way. Yeah, excited to trust God with this new opportunity and what this looks like. Yeah. So you'd mentioned you see this as a really good opportunity for us to be discipled as a church with how Mountain View is approaching this. Yeah, uh, that really ministered that. to me. Yeah, could you kind of share a little bit more along those lines? Absolutely. I think as we're praying and asking God to provide for us a permanent facility in this in this city, what I've really appreciated about Tom, their senior pastor, and all their staff as we've met them, is their hospitable heart and their generous spirit. I'm blown away, honestly, at the people of Mountain View, how they really do have a, a vision for God's big C church, you know, for the for the kingdom of God as a whole. And I know that resonates with us and who we are and what our emphasis is on. And so that kindred spirit has been great. And at the same time, I've, I've said to many of our leaders and people in this process, one of the biggest benefits, I think, to us is if God would provide for us a permanent facility, that seeing how a church like Mountain View generously uses their own facility, I think will disciple us moving into a, a permanent facility and how we could use that for God's kingdom. I think the temptation for all of us is whenever we get something and receive something that we've long prayed for, we, we can tend to kind of clamp down on it and be overly protective about it. And God gives us things so that we would use them for his good purposes in this world. And so I've been very thankful for Mountain View and how they are an example of that. Mm -hmm. And I think, man, this could be a great way for us to be discipled into how to use a facility for God's purposes and not just for our own, like, you know, fake kingdom sake kind of idea. Yeah, I love that, that this isn't just about GBC. It's about his big C church and yeah. the kingdom here in and around East County, how God is advancing the gospel and how we do that together as churches, as believers. So yeah, absolutely. That's awesome. Yeah. How about help us think a little bit more what's been on your mind? We don't have to share in detail. It's a short podcast, but you have experience with pastoring a church in a later time slot in the day, right? What are some pros and cons, things you would kind of counsel us together as a church as we start to think ahead, start to anticipate, wrap our mind around, okay, what's this going to look like? What are the regular rhythms around that? Yeah. Outside of taping late afternoon NFL games. <laughs> <laughs> well, you would be surprised at how uh, the NFL season could be a little bit of a, a barrier and a nuisance ah. maybe to gathering in the evenings, especially as certain Seahawks games are on or something like that, But which I don't care about personally. <laughs> but, you know, the, I think it does maybe challenge some of our rhythms 
some of the things that we've really loved in life, ways that we've always functioned on a Sunday. And so it disrupts that. And I'm not saying that that's just good in and of itself, but it at least generates opportunities to say, okay, when this bothers me, when I have to change this about my, my rhythm, I want to press into that. Like, what is that revealing about my heart, you know? But equally with disruptions, I think there comes opportunities. And so I think for a lot of people, there are some who maybe an even, evening time is more conducive to their work schedule or conducive to their weekend habits or something like that. For those who like to sleep in, you know, especially. Um, for some families, going to church in the mornings is more difficult. For some, going in church in the evenings is more difficult. And so, but I, I think there can feel like at times a different rhythms, just in my experience of pastoring in the in evening gathering. We did that for five years in Corvallis. You know, there can feel like there's certain days where you're kind of waiting around all day to go to church. And we need to figure out how to take advantage of the time that we have, generate those new rhythms as a family, and then take advantage of what that affords us in the evenings. I mean, there's a lot of different things that we can do with the time that we have before and after those services to hang out with people, get to know people, and that sort of thing. That means maybe my Sunday mornings are open. I'm inviting people over for brunch at my house or something like that. You know, they're just... With every disruption, there's also new opportunity, and it's a challenge, but we need to learn how to do that, and when we can press into that, good things can come. Yeah, I love that, that this isn't by accident, and God's providence, we're moving to a new time, new location. My wife and I, Carrie, have been talking about this too, and just what is this going to look like for our family, that there are new rhythms and new opportunities, and so want to encourage us as a church to start praying about that and brainstorming what is this going to look like so i'd even propose i know we're talking already summer months are right around the corner can't wait for the northwest summer right after church it's over if you have kids afterwards who are going to be going to youth group great if not or the rest of your family gather together with some other gbcers do life together like the title of this podcast have each other over for a barbecue go on a hike together. And if you're going to have people over to your house hanging out outside, why not invite your non-Christian neighbors to come get to know the Christians that you're part of a church family with? Like, I think this is going to have a lot of opportunities if we see it through the lens of missionaries and being on mission to advance the gospel in and around Gresham rather than just, oh, what this means for me. So yeah, am I going to tape some Seahawk games now? Yes, I can watch those later. Those are much you less important. You can watch them after church, right? I, I can. Yeah. All your non-Christian friends. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. So just want to help us as a church start thinking about, okay, these are new rhythms, like you said, a new normal, and God has a purpose in it. So how do we lean into that and be faithful and fruitful in this new season? Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anything? At the end of the day, it's just a different hour. Totally. If we really boil it down, it's just a different, just a different hour. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Anything else you'd help us or that's been coming to mind for you in terms of the move for Gresham Bible Church? Yeah, I've been really grateful to God, I think, in many ways, just that we even have these sorts of issues. You know, I mean, to be in a place where phonics doesn't really accommodate what's happening at GBC, that comes with challenges, but that also means that we're growing, you know, in different ways, and that's really exciting. We also... I mean, just want people to be able to be together and not have that unhelpful rhythm of, I went last week, so I should probably should not go this week, that kind of thing. So I'm thinking a lot about that and just how much of a blessing this will be for us, especially as it pertains to some things we can be able to do, whether that's communion and other things. At the end of the day, I said this at the members meeting, but we just always want to keep in mind that healthy things grow and unhealthy things grow. So we keep that in mind. I mean, you look in your garden, 
There's things that you intentionally planted that grow. That's awesome. And there's things growing next to it that you don't want to grow. And that's true of all of our lives and our own, of our, our own hearts. That's true even of communities. So at the end of the day, we just always have to keep in mind that growth isn't the goal. It can't be the goal. If unhealthy things grow, then growth isn't the goal. But healthy things do grow. And so we want to do all that we can to cultivate health in the life of our church, which there's a lot that could be said about how you actually do that. But we want to be people who are cultivating health and then trust that whatever growth God gives us, that he, he caused the growth. I mean, Paul says that I planted, Apollos watered. God brought the growth Amen. in First Corinthians. And so we go, yeah, praise God. We, we pray this is healthy. And at the end of the day, a move to a place like Mountain View just means we hope this is a place where healthy things can grow. And an address change and a time change isn't going to dictate whether that's healthy or not. But who we are as people and how we commit our lives to one another and to our Lord and Savior, that's going to begin to provide that fertile soil for us to, to grow. Yeah, well said. Amen. Yeah, new opportunity for us as a church to trust in the Lord and keep seeking his face. And so asking us as a church, let's be praying about this over this next season as we get ready to move, that we finish well as we gather at Phonics and then have a good start at Mountain View, be praying for Mountain View, be praying for Gresham. God has purposes for his big C church in and around Gresham. I'm excited about what what God's doing. Mm -hmm. And we do want to say too, I mean, so our last Sunday will be Easter Sunday at Phonics. And I cannot be I cannot adequately express my gratitude to the mayor family and the and phonics factories facility. We were homeless, you know, we had nowhere to go and we're praying and just God brought them along at the right time for us to even have some semblance of a church gathering. And I couldn't be more grateful. God provided, brought them along at the right timing for this season. So I'm, I'm really thankful for them, for their generosity and us being able to use their facility when they didn't owe that to us. And so, We're really grateful. I just wanted to be able to say that. Oh, that's awesome, Josh. You had to look back and thank God for his provision, looking backwards and looking ahead for his provision. God's been so faithful to our church. So, All right, so big news for Gresham Bible Church today. Thanks for joining us on Life Together. We'd love to hear from you with any questions or comments or feedback on the discussion from today's podcast. And to submit those, you can reach out to me, and that's mike at greshambible.org. So until next time, have a great week.